0: Time for another edition of the Cultural Hall. It's articles of news for the week of the thirty-first of July coming up. You will hear the episode that I recorded with uh, Lindsey. Throw your hands up in the airts previously uh, for this week, but I wanted to share. We had an amazing outpouring of emails uh, that came in, contacted the Cultural Hall dot uh, or that people just uh, found on the website the link and then clicked there. So I w- I want to say first of all to both tacy and also to Tyler. I'm going to get to your guys' emails with next week's Articles of News, but I want to address these. We talked about a couple of things in last week's Articles of News. If you haven't, we're starting to do a little bit of a different format, not too much, still the same Articles of News that you love, but want to be able to talk about all things Mormon and uh, make that a safe place for anything uh, to be talked about, to be discussed, to be asked, etc. Um, but I also just got this amazing outpouring of emails, so I want to share a few. Um, this one is from Tyler... Uh, uh, this is your first email, Tyler. I'm going to get to a part of this and then get the rest of it next week. Uh, he says, I wanted to bring up a couple things in the episode that have been a topic of conversation in my home. The first one would be the breastfeeding mom that who could not get her recommend renewed. First of all, we don't know the whole story, I'm sure of that, and Janae gave a pretty good view on both sides of what might have happened. I don't really feel that breastfeeding in public is any violation of any Temple Recommend question. It seems to be something that got blown out of proportion over and over again, and everyone just needs to settle down. Down about it. I don't like that it had to get to the news cycles. Can't people resolve their own issues without spouting off into the internet? If this happened anywhere else but Utah, it would have been resolved quietly between the people involved. I agree with the not in Utah part, but for some people, Tyler, I think that it really it becomes um, an invasion of, uh, not an invasion of people's rights, but like a... Uh, like, uh, a, an abuse of people's rights, you know, you're going to say that it's not a big deal. And they're going to say, you know what? It is a big deal. I want to be able to worship how I want to worship. This is a perfectly legal thing. Um, and I, and so I think to, uh, not her credit necessarily, but I think that that's probably more where that woman, uh, is coming from saying, you know what? I don't know why you're making a big deal out of this. You shouldn't. And so I'm going to make a big deal that it shouldn't be made a big deal out of like Tracy in this email says, she says breastfeeding is legal in all 50 states. I can't see a why a woman can't breastfeed at church and whether that's in the chapel, the foyer, the cultural hall, relief society room, etc. As long as it's done discreetly, it shouldn't affect a temple recommend. However, in the United States, many people are very uncomfortable with women breastfeeding in public. I strongly support breastfeeding, but I'd forego hearing church rather than lose a recommend. None of my kids would nurse covered up by a blanket. They'd scream and said, I feel bad for my mom says uh, Tracy so you know I thought that was kind of an interesting look at it as well uh, here's another one this one from Julie says hey there I enjoy your podcast first of all it's a show available in podcast form uh, and secondly says I appreciate hearing Mormon dialogue in this format thank you very much says regarding the woman breastfeeding in the foyer I am very annoyed people have complained about this so obviously something is going on that is inappropriate that wasn't reported if she is un- Uncovered, She could be, and then Julie uses the quotes, letting it all hang out, which some women do. My friend would lift up her shirt on snap her bra and expose her entire breast and then stick her baby to her breast. She did not cover. The woman in the story could be doing this very thing. This is legal in Utah, apparently, but it's not appropriate in church. My 17-year-old son is extremely bothered by stuff like this. I'm sure that other boys or men are too. I, as a woman and former breastfeeder, don't want to see that either, exclamation. There's a time and a place for things. When I was in that stage of life, I didn't love going away into the mother's room, but that's what you do and life goes on. The world doesn't revolve around that one lady and her baby, and this is about everyone. The church is for everyone and not just her. As far as her temple recommend not being issued to her, I am sure that there is so much more to the story, as Janae mentioned, so we can't even judge that end of the story. It's interesting that the boob mama gave up on the nursing room sound system, but will not stop fighting for her right to feed in the foyer. She says she sounds selfish and only cares about herself and not other people. Shame on her for taking her agenda public and making the church look bad, which I think is an interesting thing. So I want to talk about this topic for just a second. It, it, It isn't illegal and she has no problem. I'm not saying that this is the side I take, but I think that if I can put words into her side she, uh, she, it's legal for her to do in the church, in the foyer, in the parking lot, wherever she would like to do to openly breastfeed. And she has no problem with it. Her husband has no problem with it. And, and for whatever reason, she chooses to do that. And she has the right to that choice. Now, the fact that it affects other people, I think that there are some social things that could be observed there, right? I'm a person who I oftentimes will forgo. Sometimes my My own interests or the things that maybe I want to do because of other people. And maybe she's just not willing to do that. So her breastfeeding uh, in public being a legal thing, being that there's no sort of church thing about it, and the fact that in other countries um, women will openly breastfeed, bare breast, or letting it all hang out, as the email said, um, like that's not a deal. That, that, that is no thought to those congregants, um, to those people that are at the church, to those young men, or to those men, or to those boys. And so uh, I, I'm not saying that that woman is free of an agenda, but she, but she does have a point that, you know, she should be able to do this. And if you have a problem with it, it really is your problem. Now, I think that you can be sensitive to those things because you don't, I mean, you don't want to alienate yourself. I think, I think if she's being pure in heart and saying, Hey, you know what? I want to worship with my fellow saints. I think that there, uh, there, there may be some sensitivities to play with there. I think that for a lot of women, I don't think that they feel comfortable being completely bare-breasted in church. But I think that there are some, and if they choose to do that... You know, do we vilify them for that and say, oh my gosh, cover up, how inappropriate, That that's awful. Because it's a church? Because it's no different if they're in public in a shopping mall, is it? It's still just as, as sexual for the young men or for the men themselves or for the boys being in, in a, a, a mall or being at the movies or something like that, that it is a church. But maybe the discussion is... And I'm not saying that this is the solution, but it, it, where I feel like this whole thing has been lacking is maybe it is a discussion where we say, hey, you know what? Let's talk about what you're seeing right there. That is a woman who is breastfeeding. Um, she's feeding her child. And that's important to her. And that's, that's a, a natural thing as opposed to, you know, we should shame that woman for doing it. Again, I don't think that most women want to openly breastfeed, bare-breasted in the chapel. In fact, she was in the foyer herself trying to give that respect. Um, however, I I think to to say that we know the whole story I think is accurate in all of those emails. We don't. We don't know the whole story, and maybe the woman is pushing an agenda. But there is a discussion to be had where this is a legal and natural thing to occur. That maybe, just maybe, we could take a second and uh, and not be so uppity about it, not be so angry about it, not be so, um, oh my gosh, boobs are bad about it. I I don't think that pornography is okay that's not what I'm advocating but I think that breastfeeding and pornography are not synonymous so there that's that series of emails and then these let me share these with you this from Tammy says I listened to your articles of news and you were wondering about purchasing garments if you didn't have a current temple recommend Uh, she goes on to say I'm working on getting my temple recommend back and I needed new garments and I also wanted the new ones those being the new fabrics that have been ordered says I ordered online and I just needed my membership number also when I've gone to purchase them and person they've asked just for my baptism date and my ward and stake membership number since some places have an actual place to go and to buy garments they have to get them online and you don't just show your recommend there they have questions that you answer says the breastfeeding mom this so she's going back to the other one she says I think she's just wanting attention there's more of the story that we aren't hearing I have so much more to say on that but that will be another time so uh, Tammy says hey you know what you can get them uh, online no problem Jeremy says I'm listening to the latest episode of Articles of news and wanted to weigh in on your garment discussion while you do need a current temple recommend to purchase ceremonial clothing you merely need to be an endowed member to purchase garments it says i spent two years on the road with a show and during that time my recommend expired and i needed new garments i was still able to purchase the garments at store.lds.org merely by them verifying that i was endowed hope that this clarifies things keep up the good work this from matt wienig uh, who recently became a patreon member a follower of The Cultural Hall and a Patreon subscriber, which means he gives a little bit of money every month, and thank you for doing that. You can do that too if you'd like, patreon.com slash The Cultural Hall. says, you do not need to have a current recommend to buy garments, they just need to confirm that you've been endowed. Also, in regards to the breastfeeding, huge argument with wife and mother-in-law about this. I can't believe that a stake president denied Temple recommend based on this, even if she is a little crazy. If indeed she is somewhat normal and was denied due to a stake president being a dork, then he should... Should be released, says Matt. I appreciate that you called him a dork. Matt, thank you for being a Patron subscriber. Sandy says, I'm listening to your podcast episode. It's a show this morning where a question was raised about being able to purchase new temple garments without a recommend. After I was in doubt, although active in the church, I did not renew my act my recommend for many years. I still honored the covenants that I made and occasionally had the need for new underwear, so I can assure you that it is perfectly acceptable to provide information from your expired temple recommend both online and in store to be allowed to purchase new government garments. The uh, clerks at the store never even batted an eye when they entered my recommend information. And as I sit here and think about it, I never attempted to purchase any temple clothes or ceremonial clothing, so I don't know if those would be restricted or not. Without a current temple recommend, I'm not sure why you would need those items, but again, not sure. I went about 10 years without an active recommend and during this time, I lost 130 pounds of weight from my body. Congratulations, Sandy. I can only imagine that if I had not been allowed to update my underwear, I would have stopped wearing the 10-year-old ragged oversized garments that I had in the beginning. I think that if I had not been allowed to purchase new garments, that I would have been pushed to a point of not being able to keep the covenants that I had made. Thank you for all you do. Oh, and then Sandy makes up for it. She says, I love listening to the Cultural Hall show. Thank you, Sandy. And then this, uh, this from CJ says, In response to your question about whether you can get garments while you don't have a temple recommend, while you are struggling to get it back, The answer is no. You can't get them without the recommend. I have recently experienced this. I recently went three years without my recommend while I was working on some crisis of faith issues. I was still wearing my garments every day. I asked my bishop about being able to get new ones while I was working on getting my recommend back and he told me that the church did not have a way for members to do that. So that has been my experience with it. Mine wore out and if anything it was a motivation for me to strive to get it back. Thank you for doing the show. So here is why I shared all of those emails and maybe one of my frustrating things, uh, Uh, about the church in general and sure sure it's about uh, big organizations but it's it's crazy to me um, that we don't know the answers on some of those things and that the answers can be so contradictory or that people just don't know like that bishop in the case of the last email saying no you can't get them it's great that uh, cj used that as a motivation to be able to go purchase new underwear but that was a thing for me as i thought about it i thought what would i do if I didn't have my recommend, I needed to get new garments, and I couldn't. Right? Would I have my friend sort of smuggle them for me and purchase them that way, or find like a like-sized endowed friend and be like, "Dude, would you mind going in?" It seems it seems like a thing that you know. If we get if we get really worked up about it, it's it's where I kind of take that stop thought and I drop back and go, you know what is is this the is this the kind of thing that uh, God or that Jesus really wants us to be worrying about? And that to me is where I kind to find my piece in it. I go, all right, you know what? I feel like there's got to be a way that this makes sense, that I could get garments without having a temple recommend. Okay, so that's got to be the answer. Let's see, you know, let's see where I can, where I can find that. Where is that going to be an answer in all this? And if it were, in fact, CJ, your response from your bishop, I think that you go and talk to him and say, are you really sure? Because this really great show that I listened to available in podcast form says that I can get them. Uh, And I'd like to get them because I don't think that God wants you wearing dirty underwear if you're trying your best. Right. I mean, that's what it boils down to. Maybe that's crude. Maybe that's crass. But I feel like if God is, is said, hey, you know what, make these covenants and you're doing your best. I don't feel like he wants you to wear really ratty, old, terrible, or in the case of that other meal, uh, email, oversized garments. Like I just I just don't think that's the point. I'm going to take a break right now and then we'll get started into the actual episode that I recorded with Lindsay, Throw your hands up in the air, it's uh, Articles of News. For the week of July the 31st. I'm about to say this again in just a minute. <laughs> It's time for another episode of the Cultural Hall. It's Articles of News for the week of the 31st of July. Because you know what? 30 days, half September, April, June, and November. All the rest of 31, except for February.
1: It has 28 days square and 29 in each sleep year.
0: There it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Cultural Hall, a place for everything Mormon to be discussed. A safe haven in the uh, sea, tempest, tossed. I don't know. I'm working on getting a better description of the Cultural <laughs> yeah. Hall.
1: Maybe one line, a tagline? Yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah. Right. But like a Mormon show in podcast form doesn't quite describe it, although that is great. Right. Uh, that's what you, if you just uh, subscribe to us anywhere like Google or uh, Apple Podcasts, anything like that.
1: Well, I do like that this is a safe place because sometimes in church culture, it doesn't always feel safe to express your innermost thoughts yeah. on things.
0: <laughs> a safe place, uh, a place where uh, other things can be discussed, maybe uh, outside of the cultural hall or outside of the chapel. Things that you've wondered, things that you have been curious about. And as always you can contact us. Contact at the com, or find us on any of the social medias. And that is to say all of the social medias at the com. Very exciting that uh, next week the, the kids from the Mormon News Report, they took the whole month of July off. So with next Monday, which is the August, the first, August 6th, sure. I think, there will be a brand new episode of Mormon News Report. Hot in your inbox if you are subscribed to the Cultural Hall feed. Uh, Look forward to, I think, hearing the three of them back again together. That's Brant, that's Brian, and that's Molly Jenny. Uh, And I think that she is starting the episode off with... um, Answering listener questions as they reconvene uh, after their holiday break, they take a month off in July, and I think they take a month off in uh, January, right after the holidays, or maybe the holiday month. I'm not sure, but they take a couple months off in the year, and and then they're back. Check it out, the Mormon News Report. What is new with you, Lindsay? Throw your hands up in the air.
1: Oh well, I finally get to share this news I've been hiding from everyone.
0: Well, listen, I've already shared it like four times. I here.
1: know. Uh, I am with child,
0: and with boy child.
1: I'm with boy childs.
0: If you follow the Cultural Hall on Instagram, we talked about this uh, with Janae on last week's articles of news. The sweetness that is Lucy popping the balloon.
1: <laughs> Pre-pop. Pre, yes,
0: Pre-we're ready for this for the video content.
1: It would not be a gender reveal without your kid messing it up sure. somehow, right?
0: So us wait for it, mess up everything.
1: The kids ruin everything. Kids are the worst. There's uh-huh. an Instagram account called Kids Are The Worst. You, you should follow it.
0: Because they are.
1: Yeah, you should follow it because it's hilarious.
0: You're speaking like it's not my account.
1: (laughs) Oh, I know the lady who runs, well, I don't know her, but she's in Utah. Oh, really? She's local. You should get her on. Uh, I don't know if she's LDS, but you should get her on. doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: We all have kids.
1: Right? Um, Yeah, so we found out the gender early in the day, and then we did a gender reveal with our friends and family later in the evening, and so we had to like move mountains not to find out the gender between those like six hours. Now, you don't know? No, so my husband and I went to the ultrasound appointment, the tech did not tell us she wrote it secretly on a card put it in an envelope we took said envelope to the party store we had to buy two different uh, sets of confetti one pink and one blue okay and the, the party store was in charge of stuffing that balloon okay with the right color. Now, okay. when you go to this the party. not
0: like quite the market because you're wasting money on one. <laughs> well, you, you
1: just return it. Oh, okay. you, they said you can return it afterwards okay. as long as you don't open it. And um, then
0: you know what what's on the inside? Well, that's
1: the thing. You don't look at the receipt okay. when you get the balloon back and okay. you don't look in the bag, which has the alternate gender right. color confetti that's in too it. Much work. It was a lot of work. So okay. there's that. And then there's the whole like, well, can we see through the b- balloon? Is that blue? Is that pink? You couldn't really tell, right, but, but it was dark. Well, we got the light colored confetti for that reason, like a pale pink and a pale blue. Uh So we go through all of this work, right, in in these six hours before our party and then, if you haven't seen the video which is on our Cultural Hall Facebook page And Instagram too. Yeah, we're getting like set up, my husband and my daughter who's almost four, standing in front of the balloon and I go to fix my camera because someone else is recording for me Mm -hmm. and she couldn't figure out how to record. So I step like out of screen to fix the camera and as I'm walking back like my back is still turned to the balloon and Lucy jumps the gun yep. on the pop and it scares the crap out of me mm-hmm. and we find out then and but, there on explains
0: So <clears throat> I thought that you guys knew and that the tender no. reveal was for everyone who might be watching. No. It explains why your hug was so sweet.
1: Yes, we were We were as surprised in the moment as you all were watching that video.
0: Now I, uh, I'm going to presume that you have not had the chance yet to hear Um, The articles of news from last week with Janae... Night I
1: have not. I. She messaged me on Facebook and we are pregnant at the same time. Yeah. She's due before me yeah. in October. I'm yeah. due in December.
0: Yeah. Um, so she's just experiencing it all before. Right. Uh, but I speculate that um, this gender reveal thing is just another thing that uh, Mormon women are doing to other Mormon women to make them feel not adequate <sighs> enough and too Stop busy it. so much pressure. Stop
1: it. That is n- That was never one of my thoughts. Okay. In having a gender oh. reveal. Okay. My decision to have a gender reveal was because we have one girl. Okay. And we thought it would be fun a fun way to surprise our friends and family. Not ever once did I want anyone to feel like they weren't sure, good but, enough or but less than
0: I <laughs> will contend you got the idea from social media.
1: Well, you see lots of gender reveals, sure, right. on social media. And I, I my husband actually it's funny you say that, my husband kept calling it basic. He's like, This is so basic. Right. A <laughs> big basic white girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. and maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't. I couldn't figure out another way to cleverly gender reveal but to do have you, that. Do
0: you have to. No, cleverly gender reveal. No,
1: you, do you don't feel have, the pressure no. That have to. No, not at all. But for us, I think that having this child and getting back on the horse, so to speak, mm-hmm. of having another kid was a, is a really big deal in our lives, mm-hmm. and we wanted that type of moment with our friends and family.
0: And I want you to talk about it because you made a post on this. I'm not sure if it was in the video post or something that's accompanied afterwards. It's a bigger deal, quote unquote, for you because you had some real postpartum depression and some other, yeah. uh, if I can call them issues without yeah. being insensitive to it, yeah, yeah. Uh, issues with pregnancy before and everyone going, are you okay? Pregnancy? What are you going to do? Gonna yeah. Right? yeah. Through? So talk about that for a second. Well,
1: that's kind of why I made the post the way I did and commented on that the way I did because literally everyone who I told in person was like, oh my gosh, congratulations. Are you nervous about having another? Like, that was. Was like their follow-up question, right? right? Well, I,
0: because as a friend, I mean, we we basically only get together here to record these things. I'm not coming over to your house to have a barbecue or anything sure. like that. Mainly because you don't invite me. But well, uh, well maybe we're not that you, good of friends. You should just reconsider. Keep your husband away from me. I get it. Maybe but, you should reconsider uh, our relationship. But I mean, we have. Pff, Pretty deep and fairly open conversations. When you talked about having a baby again, there was a part of me that goes, Oh my gosh. Right? I mean, right. You, you want to grow a family, so you got to do it, right? Unless you're adopting and going that route. But there there was a part of me that genuinely, like, guttural reaction was like, Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm on board.
1: But like I when hope, you saw I, the announcement, you thought that?
0: No, no, no. Oh, okay.
1: I knew before that. Right, right, right.
0: But when You're you just had saying, said, "Hey, you know, we're thinking about having another one," right? Now you know I am. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, and I'm a little scared. Please make sure you stay close to the film <laughs> yeah. before and take what you learned from the previous time, so that there's not because you really, I mean, no exaggeration, you really struggled. I really did. One.
1: I really was. Ha- I was never suicidal, but I was having those thoughts of what if I just did this right. kind of what if thoughts, um, and. and And to be honest, in the effort to be real and frank on social media... When people post, and this is not to say anything about people, other people's gender reveals, because I truly believe they're excited and happy and all that. I'm excited and happy, right. but you never hear the other side of it. You never hear about what went into that decision to have another child, and right. maybe that's too personal for some. You don't have to share that, whatever.
0: That's the next craze.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like you never, you never hear about, you know, like what it took to get to that point. And for me, it took time and getting to a point where my desire to grow my family outweighed the fear I had of potentially having this again you
0: don't really have another choice unless you're going to adopt and adoption isn't necessarily for everyone and and, it's
1: different and even adoptive mothers can have postpartum mood or anxiety disorders yes and even dads can have postpartum depression 10% in fact so yeah for me it was that's why this pregnancy feels like such a big deal and secretly I think all my pregnancies should be like celebrated by everyone in the history of the world right like
0: it's a big feat.
1: It's a big deal when you're going through it, but yet you look at everyone else and you're like, Okay, well she we have twenty one. Well she she's got five kids. Who yeah. who am I, yeah. right? But in your world, in your perspective, it's it's a really big deal. And yeah, for me getting back on the horse again, making that decision um, you know there was a lot that went into it and I, I just feel the need to kind of normalize that process a little bit when we talk about motherhood in general it's just like I had a kid and I'm having a kid you know we just right. gloss over these major just life like events and, and the things that go into them and so I wanted a little bit more background to that.
0: So you have to do it again now that you're going to have a boy because you got a boy and a girl Well, you that's the
1: thing now we can actually like decide if we Time want off. another kid <laughs> no. no it is very because I
0: mean, you are getting older.
1: Right, because right. uh, I'm a <laughs> geriatric pregnancy over here. You're not here. technically, are you? Yeah, are I'm you? 35. Yeah, you mm-hmm. are. Yep. Get it, girl. Yep, 35. your
0: poor child comes out with, like, Coke bottle of glasses and a cane. <laughs> Mom, why
1: did you wait No, a that doesn't back? mean the child will be geriatric. That means I'm geriatric. Yeah,
0: tell that to Brad Pitt. <sighs> I've seen that movie.
1: <laughs> oh, the Benjamin Button yeah. movie? Yeah. <laughs> No, I hate when they say that because like the yeah. geriatric
0: pregnancy. Yeah, it oh, just yeah. it instantly is some sort of like w- wait what?
1: Yeah, and I'm it just puts a normal pregnant lady. It puts so much pressure on women and families to like procreate in those times when you're not really ready, right? Because like You
0: have to take extra calcium pills so your baby doesn't have
1: osteoporosis. <laughs> well, no, it's just like
0: to talk about the good old days with your child. <laughs> like that geriatric pregnancy is a lot more work.
1: Yes. Okay, I'm just gonna ignore all your ignorant comments right now. But having a child in your 20s, it may be easier on your body. You're in better shape. You're younger, right? But you wish you
0: would have done it younger.
1: No, okay. i i was I was not mentally prepared at 31 when I had my first one. Right. Like I know in our culture we have kids and we have them very young, and that's not to say anyone who does that is not prepared or ready for it. Right. But I just feel like. I, I couldn't have done it then. I wasn't even married till 27, so,
0: yeah. you know, just... Well, you could have done it before then.
1: Well, technically, I yeah. guess I could have, yeah. yes, but...
0: But doing it the way you chose to do it.
1: Yeah, and then when you step outside of our Utah bubble for a little bit, you're like, oh, like, 27 is actually pretty young. <laughs> yeah. Like, most people don't get married at 27. Right, 30. Yeah, right. and if you look at, you know, my other 35-year-old friends, I'm not sure all of them have children at this point. Some of them do. You know, I I feel like by Utah standards, I'm behind. But right. by world standards, we're doing just fine. <laughs> and I'm not behind. I don't feel behind no, at all. Yeah.
0: Sometimes I think. There, there is
1: I, no I behind.
0: Like, I'll be honest. I feel behind. Really? I see. Uh, yeah. And mine is a different sort of behind. But like... Um Like, I see all my friends from high school are like, happy 17th anniversary. You know how old I'll be when I have a 17th anniversary? If I got married today, Mm -hmm. 55. Mm -hmm. I would be 55 years old at my 17th anniversary. But
1: why is that a problem?
0: It's not a problem. But they're, they're... you know, it's, it's that uh, grass is greener or just a different sort of perspective, right? Like, I'm sure that my married-at-21-year-old friends look at my life and go, Oh, my gosh, how awesome. He was in New Orleans last week. He's in Philadelphia this weekend. He's going to Chicago in two weeks. He's, you know, redoing a house. He's running a business, like all those things. I'm sure that those people, uh, at least to, to the same level that I do to them, go, Man, he's got it. Or man, he is doing something so different than me. I wonder what that experience is like. And that's all it is. But are
1: you saying that you feel less than in a way because you're not married?
0: Sometimes like sometimes I think of it and it's not a less than, it's a missed out experience, right? Right. Like I don't know what it's like to be married for seventeen years. Right. But they do. All of these people I'm scrolling through, they do. I don't know what it's like to have a, a you know, a junior in high school getting his or her driver's license and having been there from the beginning. Now that's not to discount the experiences that I had with my son. Right. But I came in, you know, third quarter with that kid. But right I don't know. The second half, if we want to call it that way. And there are some rewarding things, but it's not. But, it, it, you know, he, I, my ex-wife would all agree it's not the same had he been my genetic child and had I been there from the very beginning.
1: No, I don't disagree with that. But I just hate the notion that, like, until you get married, you haven't achieved something or I've haven't accomplished I've it. Achieved
0: plenty, but I don't know those experiences. Yeah. I can have as many coming in third quarter kids as I want and I and I cherish a relationship I have with my kid, but I don't know relationship with a kid from birth, I don't know that. Right. And so I look at that with you and some of that I go, Oh my gosh, thank goodness.
1: That sounds miserable. Right?
0: (laughs) That that flying with the kid and again on planes to Philadelphia and back. (laughs) I I think it's karma. I think there is a tag on my like Orbits account that's like put him next to the kids. No dude I'm just so cheap that I go where the kids are, whatever. It doesn't matter. No,
1: it's law of attraction. You're willing it into fruition because of how I don't know negative you are about maybe, at.
0: but terrible, whatever it is. <laughs> um, but so I look at that and, and there's some part of me that's like, oh, you know, she really enjoys that. That seems like it would be miserable for me, but there is something that I go, I just don't know what that's like.
1: Right. Well, it's and, hard. And won't
0: know unless I do it.
1: It's hard to live in a, it takes a really strong person to live in a culture and see everybody around you having this experience and not think something is quote unquote wrong with you right. if you're not having that experience. Right. But ultimately, that's why I really don't like the notion that until you get married, you're, you know, achieving or accomplishing well, you're or
0: complete, and you won't make it to the highest degree.
1: Right? Like that notion <laughs> is just—it's so like damaging, yep. and it, it's—it just leaves people like you feeling less than and unworthy. And
0: oh no, I still feel better than everybody else.
1: <laughs> I'm like, none of that is true. Yeah.
0: Stress not. I still feel better than most people.
1: Right. <laughs> you're not overanalyzing things uh, like I do. Uh, anyway. So yeah, I'm pregnant. A
0: uh, congratulations. Thank you. A little boy? Boy name?
1: Um
0: Richie What?
1: Richie. Something, Richie, Richie T. Ertz. Ertz. <laughs> Richie. T. <Ertz. laughs> uh, my husband the other day legitimately, and he was not joking when he asked this, asked if he could somehow get a Seinfeld reference in our child's name. Yeah. <laughs> and he keeps. Yes, man. He, yeah, <laughs> yes. That would be amazing. I didn't even think of that one, but I was thinking Cosmo. How do I work
0: this in you to my child's Cosmo name? Cosmo as the BYU reference. As well. Yeah, but no. No, because okay. no BYU. Okay.
1: Um,
0: There's plenty uh, out there. Uh,
1: There's plenty of Seinfeld references. Yeah. Newman
0: Ertz doesn't well, sound too bad. So Something Newman Ertz or Newman something Ertz doesn't sound too bad.
1: Newman. His name is not going to be Newman. <laughs> no, I Because just... then if
0: he's being a. Brat, Newman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Newman. The other thing. He, Jerry. Jerry's and he, not bad. He won't get both of these, but back in, I don't remember what year it was, but there was an AFC championship football. Oh, Oh, no. game that we made a bet on where the uh, Broncos played the Patriots. Okay. And Did you go to that game? We didn't go to it. No, it was um, like to play for the Super Bowl. Okay. Um and You made a bet and now you're we, Yeah, we on made the bet. a bet that our uh, whoever's team won that game could yeah could choose either the name Peyton because Peyton Manning was quarterback at the time okay. or Brady for okay. Tom Brady. So Peyton is going to be part of it too. So Austin technically has claim to the name Peyton, Peyton somewhere. Peyton Jerry
0: Axe is not too bad.
1: But I detest the name Peyton. Please don't be offended by that if your name is Peyton. I don't right. detest you. It's just because it's
0: of just, the, the unification with the football. Team. Yeah,
1: It's just the personal name I do. St- Peyton's not bad Don't though. care for.
0: Peyton's way better than Newman.
1: Um, true. Yeah, But Jerry. between a Seinfeld George. Reference and a Peyton. I don't know what this child's name is going to be. But
0: you have essentially signed off on the middle name, whatever Austin wants it to be. That's what no, that's what I'm here Not
1: necessarily. That's basically. Not what necessarily. I'm hearing. There is one family name that we're kind of throwing around. Okay. Um, and then. I that, guess I
0: shouldn't say middle name. He'll get carte blanche on either first or middle name. <laughs> no. On, on one of the. Yeah. No, he won't get yeah. carte
1: blanche. Why not? I mean, I guess he could invoke his powers if he really wanted to, yeah, but I it's don't like think. I he gonna would. bless this
0: child and you're like better not be Peyton and he's
1: like <laughs> he just Payton. changes the name on the blessing day yeah.
0: That I've heard would, of that before. That
1: would be awesome. I would just like gasp in the middle of the <laughs> prayer. <laughs> that's not our child's name. You get up. I know. I'd be like, I'm gonna ordain women right now yeah. and <laughs> I'm step go in ahead and this take care circle. Of this. So
0: if you think that's what that child's name is, I'm gonna
1: step in that circle and fix this.
0: Uh no, you he's essentially got one of the names on lock. Good for <sighs> him. Don't well, make bets you don't intend to keep. That's well, the moral of that story.
1: We will see. I still maintain I have all veto power. What's his
0: middle name? Thank
1: <sighs> David. David? I had to think about that. That's not bad. Well, that's his dad's name.
0: Right. So maybe something David. I could see him going, listen, I know you don't like Peyton. Right. I know you don't right. like Newman or Jerry, but yeah. can we have David? And it could be something David. Yeah. David's a great middle it name. It
1: could be something like that. Damn.
0: We will see. My dad's David. Carrie David. Yeah. My brother's Jeffrey David. Yeah. There's no something David's in so the uh, d- male line of the next generation.
1: David would be like an homage to your family. Yeah. Would
0: you mind? Would you mind?
1: <laughs> we could do that.
0: Uh, I don't know whether to do this here or not. So maybe we'll take a break and do actual articles of news. I got a quick story I want to tell you. Um, but we'll get back and get your abbreviated reaction um, to the women breastfeeding in uh, <sighs> Sacrament uh, story about the woman having her temple recommend. Heavy sigh. Not revoked. Heavy sigh. Not revoked because she didn't have it. She had to get a new one. So denied is maybe a more appropriate team, right. uh, term for it. Let me tell you this story. It's DJ season right now. BestDJinUtah That's where you find me. Uh, I didn't know Rob was a DJ, but apparently he oh, is. Oh, okay,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and his wife does plays, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. At Desert Star, she's gonna. I may be doing a show with the wife of the party this that's Christmas. Amazing. It, the worlds collide. I was doing a wedding at Snow Basin, which is a ski resort uh, north of Salt Lake. In, it's a, essentially around Ogden. It's probably I think Morgan Canyon or Weber Canyon. It's one of those canyons. It's like 45 minutes north of salt lake and uh they have two different places you can do receptions up there they have the one that's down on the like the, the main level that's where they do the big concerts and and stuff like that and then they have one at a place called needles lodge it's a 15 minute gondola ride up to the top and the uh, gorgeous gorgeous views it's a little bit cooler and so especially here in the summertime it's the place to have your wedding i was there the other night and uh had been hired to do these people's wedding i get there i'm set up things are going really well the The wedding is great. A super strange um, selection of music, like a lot of Bruce Springsteen. They're from Jersey, so there was like a lot of let, you know. uh, There was Steppenwolf. It was, it was like, it was like this. this bride was raised on this you know healthy diet of all these like uh, John Cougar melon Camp, like you know those those guys and um, and I thought this is going to be terrible because not a lot of those songs are really great dance songs killed whatever the event gets done they send them off with the sparklers I'm packing up my stuff and, uh, and I'm the last of essentially the guests to leave but there's still staff that is cleaning up and putting chairs away and all that stuff behind me right but I'm probably a good 30, 45 minutes ahead of them and what they needed to do before they would come down. Hop in the gondola, have my stuff with me. I get about oh, I don't know, 10 minutes down the gondola ride and it stops. It's dark. Uh, it's a ski mountain. Uh, the wind is blowing uh, <laughs> as it tends to do up there and the gondola just <sighs> Stops. That's
1: terrifying.
0: And I'm like, ah, you know, okay. You know, someone maybe didn't get off as quick as they needed to. Uh, you know, maybe they're, maybe they're unloading a thing down at the bottom, and so they decided to stop it for a second. No big deal, right? So I'm like, eh, it should take about a minute, right? If I f- chuck full the gondola, it takes me a minute because I'm, I'm sure what they do is load it, quick unload it, and then take the stuff off like the loading dock and put it wherever they need to. So I wait about a minute, and then I'm like, Nope. <laughs> This is not moving. It's midnight, twelve fifteen probably, and I'm I have to fly out for Philadelphia the next morning at four thirty. I have to be at the airport, so it's already going to be minimal amounts of sleep. And I'm on the gondola. I flip on my uh, Facebook and started to do a Facebook live, and I'm like, I'm scared. <laughs>
1: Did you not think to call 911 first No,
0: because what do you do? hey nine one one? That's at least twenty minutes away. I'm yeah, on this gondola. Y-
1: you like, don't Facebook wanna... live it before you call the authorities. Well, here
0: was the deal, though. There were there the only way for these other people to come down was to come down the gondola. There's right. not like a road. They weren't loading a truck. they you know, and I knew that they were behind me. So I was like, well, crap. Maybe they've shut this thing down until they amp it back up again for the remainder of these people to come down. So I'm essentially stuck. I'm freaking out on Facebook because the wind, and you can hear it. And uh, I need to go back and watch find me this video. At Richie T. Stedman, it's just my regular Facebook page, not my fan page, uh, but people can watch this video. You can't see anything in the video; it is just black, and you just hear me. If you don't, if you don't know me very well, you think, "Oh, he's pretty composed." If you know me at all, you can tell that I'm making that nervous, joking that I do when I'm actually scared to death, <laughs> uh, and like this, <laughs> you know. There's a sort of laugh that I do when I'm either real uncomfortable or sort of scared that came out and it is I'm there 20 minutes before this thing gets moving again and people are like I'll call the cops there were you know other people that were looking into it you know we couldn't find a number for snow basin there's not a lodge at snow basin so literally the only people that were still there were those people that were up above me cleaning before they came down there for 20 minutes scared to death it's a 20 minute blackness video then it fires back up and I'm like I guess that's done click (laughs) off share back in my car gone
1: and everything was Fine. Did you ask anyone at the bottom, like what had happened, or did you just figure? No, it?
0: I ju- at that point, I just was like, "I'm so tired. I got to get to the <laughs> airport because I'm going to have to do this. You know, I'm going to be tired tomorrow. I got to unload my stuff. I got to get some sleep if I can." So just you still
1: don't it. have a definitive answer as to why it stopped. No, you do assume that they just because of the number of people who were coming down, they just stop it.
0: They just stopped it because they thought, "Okay, all Everyone's the guests off. are gone. Right? These none of the staff is on there, so we'll just stop it for a minute, and then maybe a couple of them got done early." and said hey you know what fire this thing back up we want to get out or right. they were unloading and just weren't hurrying about it right. not, that nobody else would be on it or maybe there was something wrong with it I don't know scary and so delayed terrifying
1: terrifying because
0: you are I mean you're up 60 to 100 feet
1: I would have for sure called 911
0: and I'm nowhere near a pole that like I yeah. can be like if I can just jump like <laughs> Tom I'm Cruise for sure to the post I would
1: not have lasted slide. 20 minutes because 20 minutes probably felt like a million years. But I
0: felt accompanied by those in Facebook Live. How are you? Are you doing all yeah, right? Yeah, until you fall to your death. Well, I'm not going to fall, though. And I knew they were going to turn it back on at some point. How did you know but that, though? Because I knew there were
1: people behind me. I know, but maybe the thing had broken down and it was hanging by a wire. It had
0: been like an hour, I would have Done uh, like that, uh, no. But but it did cross my mind like earthquake. <laughs> Is there going to be an earthquake while I'm up here or like some crazy storm or oh. like all of a sudden starts snowing or raining or something. All those things went through my mind.
1: I would have panicked.
0: Uh, let's take a break for a second. We'll come back in the second half. Get your opinion on the women breastfeeding and the Temple Recommend thing
2: and do actual articles of news. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit Lennondesign.com. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Are you experiencing panic attacks, nausea, or diarrhea? Is your computer not turning on? Is it running super slow? Is your internet crawling, or is it just randomly crashing? You could be suffering from ICS, irritable computer syndrome. I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you had your PC cleaned? Over time, Windows, updates, spyware, malware, and dangerous viruses will make your computer run like crap. You need to bring in your laptop or desktop PC, no matter what brand it is, and let me run a 100% free virus scan, malware, and spyware scan on your computer. Don't wait and risk losing everything. Now, why are we doing this for free? Because we want to impress you so much that if you or any of your friends or family need a computer, service, or phone repair, you come to PC Laptops first. Get into any one of our locations right now or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, where computers start at $7.99. PC Laptops, we love you. Hey,
0: you guys, I want to talk to you about bestdjinutah.com. Why, that's the company that I have started for doing my DJing weddings and live events. Uh, Whatever you need, I am your guy to do it. So, whether you're a lifer or a convert to this, podcast show, or you just happen to be listening for the first time, if you are in need of a wedding DJ or an MC for your event, or just a DJ for your business opening, uh, go to bestdjinutah.com. Now, I know it says Utah, but guess what? If you want me to come to your event and you're not in Utah, I'll do that too. You're going to have to pay for me to be there, but I'm more than willing to do that as well. It's bestdjinutah.com. Emails there, phone numbers there. Would love to hear from you and then help you make your event that much better. Look forward to hearing from you. And thank you for supporting the cultural hall podcast, but it's a show. You knew that the cultural hall wants you to help Utah food bank fight hunger statewide
2: through your donations of food time or money. Utah food bank is able to distribute over 31 million meals annually to Utah's facing hunger. Even a $1
0: donation can be turned into $7 and 35 cents of goods and services. One in five children in Utah could go to bed hungry tonight, and 423,000 Utahns are unsure where their next meal will come from. By donating food at your
2: local pantry or by visiting utahfoodbank.org, you can make a difference.
0: Time for the second half of Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. You can't lose Articles of News. Let's get your take on the woman breastfeeding in uh, church and the Temple Recommend thing. Where do I start? Abbreviatedly (laughs) so, because we did take uh, almost a half an hour, Janae and I. I know you haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, what's really hard for me is at first glance, you see the headlines and you just think, what? Her Temple Recommend was revoked for nursing in church? What is this world we're living in? living in. Right. So that was kind of my initial gut reaction, right, to right. some of the headlines. Oh, no, they didn't. Right. Like, how dare the church do this? And my fear is that many people did not click on the article to read sure. further and just have that yeah, perception empowered of Empowered those it.
0: that hate the church. Well, yeah. of course they did. There they go, hating women. Right.
1: Exactly. So that part of it I could do without. Um, so,
0: but knowing that you're a news person, I know that you went, that piques my interest. Yeah. I may have to report on that. So you dove in.
1: I did click on the article. I read through it. Um, I'm, I still... I'm struggling a little bit with I just don't have any problem with nursing in public.
0: That being said, you would not topless boob out in either the foyer or sacrament, right? You well, would you you yourself this is no judgment on her, but you yourself would cover yourself.
1: Yes, personally I like to cover myself while nursing and if for some reason I forgot a cover, which could be wholly um, possible, Mm -hmm. right? I could see myself (laughs) taking it out, covering it, like bending over, trying to like hide it but still when baby's on your breast Uh it's, you know, sucking from the nipple, excuse my frankness here, but sucking from the nipple. There's not another way to do it. Yeah, and and you're seeing the whole boob area, so your boob is going to be exposed right. in that manner right if you need to feed your child on demand in that setting you have to do that and I, I guess I just have a really hard time understanding how we sexualize that experience Okay. and so it's hard for me and I know that you know she, she this woman went in for a temple recommend interview and the bishop brought up this situation so it wasn't like he saw her in the fire and he's like temple recommend revoked right Right. It, it kind of As the headline would read right to, it didn't, wait
0: a minute do you have a temple recommendation yeah,
1: it didn't really go down like that mm-hmm. but um the issue for me is just, and and this might be clouded a little bit by the fact that I saw another story this week of two women being kicked out of a pool for nursing, okay. apparently. Okay. And Here so, in the state of Utah. no, not in Utah, in, in another state. Okay. And so I, I guess it's just kind of fresh on my mind that we just continue to shame women who need to do this in public. And I just don't have a problem with it. And so when other people do, it's hard for me to understand, um, I don't know, I guess I understand why it's an issue for them but like it's not so much that like if you're nursing in public your thoughts about my nursing are what are causing you to feel uncomfortable now that doesn't mean I'm going to get out there and flaunt my boobs all over the place Right. but I can't control how you feel about the situation Right. and I need to feed my child and so I'm sorry that you feel uncomfortable but I don't have to not do this because you feel uncomfortable now that being said is the woman sitting out there with her, just her top off? Yeah, did she like, take her
0: whole shirt off? Yeah,
1: there's a little bit of context that maybe, like, there's you know. There's
0: missing. That's one thing that Janae... Uh and go back and listen to it because we go into a little greater detail that Janae talked about. There were a few points. One is there's a lot that we don't know. Yeah, It is very one-sided um, but there are some pieces that you can kind of pick up from it that you go, well, okay. Interesting. Yeah. If, if not leading you to a conclusion. Uh, does the fact that the child was 18 months, does that matter to you?
1: No. You have the right to nurse your kid for as long as you want to. That was to. sort of my
0: feeling but I yeah. but I think that uh, if you listen to it you'll notice that Janae was like, well, that's amazing. Maybe yeah. you can feed your child like it doesn't have to. That child doesn't have to have breast milk. Well, that's months.
1: yeah, that's true. You that know. child by that point can eat a mashed banana, right? Yeah, or
0: applesauce. I think was the example that she used. Yeah. So it's not a need. Um, like my child will die if right. it doesn't have breast milk. Right. It's a, you know, there could be some other things. Right. Um, the other but that
1: being said, still, it's still her right and it's legal choice. and yep. her choice. Right. So like,
0: but that but that is where some pushback existed. The other things that I thought were interesting to put up, for some reason, the fact that she decided to continue to be anonymous mm. uh, at least was a thing to me where it's like, you know what, if you know if you have an issue and you want to stand up for it, I think that putting a name behind it, I can understand the need for anonymity. I can under, also understand the need to not have anonymity but to me, for whatever reason I kind of go, ah, I mean listen lady, you have every legal right, so own every legal right by right. putting your name stamp on it. That was a yeah. thing for me. But
1: I can understand, just like people are mean, man. Sure, <laughs>
0: they'll find come your after house, you. Find yeah, your Facebook account, people are
1: jerks. I wouldn't want my name out there. Uh,
0: other quick up pickup points was the fact that it doesn't sound like the mother, mother's lounge uh, equipment worked, so she couldn't be in there. Right. Plus, you had to access the mother's lounge um, through the women's bathroom and if she wanted to be with her husband. That doesn't work. That's creepy for for guy.
1: Well, to go and through we're
0: mother's lounge into a separate room.
1: We're just looking at all these things she did wrong. Like this woman was actually trying to listen to the meeting. Right. Right. And listen to the words and that be were. social. Yeah. And be social. Like for me, I would have just bailed, you know, right. not stayed at church. Like, which one do you want? Do you want me and, to stay and partake or just bail?
0: And additionally interesting that it took place in the foyer, not in the chapel. Right. So uh, she
1: clearly had enough like, like desire to go somewhere semi-private. Right. Being the foyer, not so much the chapel.
0: So the other interesting thing, and Janae didn't actually bring this up in the episode uh Last week of articles of news, is she said, you know what? I, but I don't know, because the stake president is obviously when he talks about the for the strength of youth, I he's hate talking, that. He, yeah,
1: <laughs> like she's not a youth, right? Youth need more moral guidance than adults,
0: yeah, or certainly different moral guidance, yeah, you know, to some extent, uh, yeah. It's a little insulting, hey, lady who's having a baby. Let's share the for the strength of youth. Yeah. But um, a thing that she said, kind of post recording, is she said, you know what? But I don't know. My husband is not addicted to pornography. My children don't um, consider breasts to be super sexualized. So she said, there's a part of it that she doesn't maybe understand or that she doesn't connect with, because I'm I'm assuming, and even that we don't know. We just know that there was a complaint made um, that this woman was breastfeeding with her with her bare breast. Right. Right. We don't. Know that it was my husband's addicted to porn, or if it's just a catty woman being like, "Why do you have your boobs out?" I was able to breastfeed and didn't have my boobs out. Right? Why are you doing it? Right. Like we don't really know, but she did. She did mention that, and I think that's worth bringing to the forefront. That you know, we don't know uh, everybody's sort of scenario or their sensitivities as to why. Now, granted, she's completely illegal. Right? L- completely illegal to do it. Yeah. She, she was doing it in a more discreet place than the chapel, but we don't know why those other people were upset and that to me is where i think and i said this in the articles of news episode b- before uh i really think that there was a missed opportunity for a really great discussion yeah either on a stake level or on award level where we go so so this is a group of people that feel this way about this thing and this is this woman and i'm assuming other people who also feel this way about this thing and those things don't necessarily jive right now but in the spirit of the gospel in the spirit of harmony we need to figure out a way where there can be some understanding from the one side and some understanding from the other so that this can continue to go forward and and we move in a positive way and unfortunately I think when you deny a temple recommend um, you know I I think that, that that becomes an issue the other point is denying the temple recommend wasn't for breastfeeding
1: yeah it was for not listening to her leaders right, who told it, her to stop.
0: Which is a little icky, right? Ugh.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? It, it makes me feel icky. Yeah. It makes me feel like they're in control, they have the power, right? you do what they say or else. Right, which, seems
0: very punitive.
1: Yeah, that's, that's probably not the best way to interpret it, but that's how it feels sometimes. Yeah.
0: But if you are at odds with someone, even if it's unrighteous dominion on behalf of the stake president, they can unrighteously dominate. Yeah. And if,
1: if you find something to be morally fine and the bishop or stake president has a moral problem with what you did, he can just assign that.
0: That value, that, that whatever. And yeah. Say,
1: that say that's that. not allowed. So it just Icky. kind of, it kind of it's that gray area to me of like her her feeling on it wasn't necessarily considered or valued because she was saying I have no moral problem with this obviously
0: right on this legal thing
1: yeah uh, the other issue that I took with it and this is from the KUTV article that says uh, th- this woman said she left the room meaning the bishop's office where she was having an interview several times to calm down and at one point while she wasn't there she claims the stake president told her husband that. He he had to control his wife, Right. and that if he supported her, he wouldn't get his recommend signed either. Her husband chose to stand behind her, and now neither can enter the temple.
0: Which is an interesting thing, because I think that, that my mind, and, and Janae sort of opened me up to this, is, you know, what does he mean by control your wife? Like, it's like, hey, get your wife in line, like this super misogynistic thing. That's how or, it feels. Or, was she really upset? and just like sort of frantic. I don't know that she doesn't have the right to be really upset and frantic, but I think that you get the he told me to control you can can be interpreted in a couple of different ways. I don't I don't know that I like either of them. Yeah. You know, because I think everyone's in charge of yourself, but certainly saying control your wife right. you are the one in charge is way different than hey, Maybe you, it you was need more get, like let's calm control, down cuz she this is really blown up and I'd like to to
1: you yeah, about
0: this in a, in a in sort of a different light.
1: It says the husband chose to stand behind her, and he got his temple re- recommend revoked as well.
0: Uh, denied the opportunity to renew it. I okay. think there's some value. Okay, in the sorry. language, they didn't say here's this yoink. They said you're trying well, to get a new one. If you're and you trying can't to
1: renew, it. you're denied from renewing. Right. Yes. Is which what is happened.
0: essentially revoking, but there's a little bit of a decision.
1: yeah. It's not like you were called in to be revoked. Right. Right. I don't know. It, there's still a lot of gray areas with it. I do I do agree with you that there's room for discussion.
0: Um, and how valuable for everyone involved yeah, at the, a discussion like the that. The church
1: occurred. has not come out and, and officially told us their stance on breastfeeding in churches, mm-hmm. uh, nor do they have to necessarily. No, but it's legal. It's legal it. in the state of Utah, in the nation.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> right? Is so, it legal everywhere? I don't know. I just made that up. Yeah. But it's legal in I Utah. from
0: a news lady like yourself.
1: I <laughs> well, mean, basically. This isn't news. This is a podcast. Uh, this
0: is a show, a show available in podcast form. In Please podcast watch
1: your mouth. Form. That's more blasphemous than when I said nipple. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well. Uh, yeah, right. I get so riled up over yeah. that. And you're like, nipple? Yeah, whatever. whatever. Sure. Uh, a show that people can support by going to patreon.com slash the cultural hall. Look forward to uh, your donations as they come in. Those who pledge to be a part of the cultural hall in that respect. You get to be a part of a secret Facebook group and you get the satisfaction of knowing. Knowing that you're helping us get to Kirtland, Ohio, where we'll do an episode from Kirtland. Oh. And by an episode I mean it'll be a working trip where I'll do an episode from the Johnson farm, from the Morley farm, from the Wait, Kirtland does Temple. anyone
1: else get to go on this trip or you're just you're going?
0: I'll be taking everyone with me. Oh. Via their ears.
1: You haven't told me yet we're going yeah. on this trip.
0: Via your ears. See, I'll record it all. Oh, and okay. Then so you get a free trip to It is a working trip? <laughs> okay. And I'll stay with people. Uh, you make a trip sound like it's not going to be just working for the podcast. It's an adventure. It's podcast Well, I'm site. just saying
1: there's a lot of people who work on this podcast.
0: You're right. You're right. But you're right. You do
1: all the episodes.
0: Um, you do most of the work. And No, we all have to. We all have work let no one shirk. Put your shoulder to the wheel. Uh, but I will, once I sort of have an idea of when that will happen, I will put it out if other people want to come out
1: and okay. do that. We'll think about it. I can't fly uh, after October.
0: I know. Not for a while, right? <laughs> Six months?
1: No, you can fly up until they say 30 weeks. Okay. But, but my, then afterwards... Yeah, my midwife tells me it's not really a health thing, it's an airline thing. Yeah. And like a, having the baby prematurely in another city. Or having the baby in the air. Yeah, in the air is one thing. And also getting stuck in another city, having a premature baby potentially. Right. And having to travel back, or your spouse having to travel. And
0: then the baby crying on the plane
1: ride, forget uh, it. I don't care about that. I do you deserve it. it. Okay. You deserve so, it.
0: So not cool the way you just um, dealt with that. You deserve Denying it. Denying your temple recommend. <laughs> I'm I have to call Austin. Okay. Please control your wife. Right. Uh, <laughs> and let's do some other articles of news while we've got this.
1: Okay. Let's see. President Nelson.
0: It is the prophet, seer, and revelator of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Heard him. Heard of him? Yeah.
1: Um. He's going to Canada. A members in central. We should tell us to Jenny Molly.
0: Oh yeah. I bet. Uh, is I to she go visit in her daughter.
1: central and eastern Canada? No. I think so. Is she west?
0: No. I think she's central eastern.
1: Oh okay. Um. Um, he's going on an upcoming visit to Winnipeg, Manitoba, Montreal, Quebec, uh, and I think, I, I think Hamilton. Her daughter's
0: in the Montreal mission.
1: Okay, so yeah, he should be coming there, August seventeenth to the nineteenth. I don't
0: get to see President Nelson.
1: He'll be accompanied by his wife and announcing temples.
0: What are they doing? Neil
1: L. Anderson. Um, they're just doing devotionals. Now they're
0: announcing something.
1: Um, let's see. She, they've Winnipeg got devotional the no it doesn't say they're announcing anything it just says they're going for well, devotionals Well, didn't when
0: they went to england or whatever too but remember he got there and was like surprise temple well
1: i'm not saying that's a possibility but he's going to canada okay and he's doing a bunch of devotionals in three different places
0: awesome yeah that'll be great way to go president nelson um, this not good like president nelson A South Jordan man faces securities fraud after investigators say that he defrauded friends, neighbors, and an elderly woman from his LDS ward for how much? $2.5 million. Yikes. Clinton Nordahl. Uh, was charged with 10 counts of securities fraud um, from 2013 to 2017 he offered and sold multiple investment opportunities to as many as 50 individuals uh, he sold investment contracts which are defined as securities by state code he also uh, defrauded his father's longtime friend an elderly woman get this whom he convinced to invest with him during a home teaching visit
1: ah yes
0: through his LDS ward parents of a boy in his son's basketball league and a widow that he met on a Latter-day Saint wa- dating website, so he was going at it full Latter-day Saint bore, right? The singles website, the uh, doing it while he's home teaching, doing it the you know the ward basketball, all this stuff. Anyway, this guy is a real jerk. Mm, affinity fraud. The LDS folks find themselves a little bit. Uh, sensitive to, right? We go, oh, he's Mormon. Oh, he's a return missionary. Oh, he's a bishop. He's assigned some sort of value of respect. He couldn't possibly. Yep.
1: Yep. He could. Do you feel like that exists, that notion exists more so from Utah Mormons or from outside looking in? Because Uh, I feel like this is my mother. She is kind of that, like...
0: She would trust people. Yeah,
1: like when, you know, and this happens when you live out of state. There's not too many Mormons in different areas. And so you call up the local ward to find babysitters because as you assume that they're right. a little bit more trustworthy because they have these standards that sure. we all hold dear, or at
0: least because you know you see them at church. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think it's more within or without. I think it's, it's just. And a thing. I don't think that Mormons have lock on it. I think lots of people do that, but for whatever reason, maybe we are a little bit more uh, to do it yeah. because we go, oh, we trust. We are a lot more trusting, I think, than some of our counterparts who would be more cynical. Yeah, They'd just be like, no, I'm not like, no, who's well, watching my kid? Forget it. No. I
1: think here in Utah. You know, we see those stories that you just read mm-hmm. on our local news stations, right? And so we're seeing the good, the bad, the ugly of sure. our culture. I think,
0: I think that we're aware of it and maybe have that question. But I think push coming to shove, I think that we still go, ah, my, my bishop wouldn't do that. Right. Mormon. He's got the tag. We wear the same underwear. And really, <laughs> I know salespeople in the radio industry who will wear uh, what looks like a garment top underneath their shirts just so people so will take them seriously people will look at them like they're Mormon people and, and you know we'll do that sort of Mormon code thing that we do you know not like Mormon code like any sort of like secret combinations right, but like right. you know like fiber of your being yeah, right. like, like I can uh, tell
1: you're a good person because I can see the line under your shirt exactly <laughs> that's Absolutely. terrible
0: and I know people that when I was uh, you know single and dating though I'm still single but single and dating who would do who would look for the garment lines, who would feel for the garment lines on pants. Why are you
1: uh, touching thighs? uh,
0: Well, listen, you got to (laughs) know.
1: That is terrible. If you
0: touch the thighs, then there ain't no lies.
1: Oh, gosh. That is inappropriate and gross.
0: And who won't even give a second thought. I mean, dating-wise, sure. But also who just go, hey, you and I are in the same club. We're in the same tribe. I get you. You don't have to worry because we go, we do the same thing. Right. And ideally, if people were decent, all people, without exception, you could do that, right? If People all kept their temple covenants. All of them without exception, right. which is an impossibility. So I recognize that this is an absurd example. Right. But you could go, that person, I trust them, and never be led astray.
1: Well, it's kind of like I was a member of a sorority in college, mm-hmm. and we do literally have a secret handshake. Sure. That uh, is ridiculous. Is really ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> but you can do with members across the nation mm-hmm. and like give your code, so to speak, that you're in this sorority. Right, anthem, I think is what you were it it, it. it sort of entitles you to these, you know, standards but that sure. doesn't necessarily mean that all these people are good no, and...
0: there are some of those women that are yeah. shady yeah. guaranteed
1: guaranteed so it's just be cynical people yeah. no just kidding
0: just doubt just Doubt a little
1: don't trust your fellow men uh <laughs> great. great takeaway what else you got <laughs> kidding the national alliance on mental illness is nami yeah nami coming together I can't help
0: but hear and go oh nami Whoa, whoa. I don't even and know one what that person is. will know this song reference, so yeah. that's worth it. Go on.
1: Uh, they're teaming up with religious institutions here in the state, and of there's Utah? yeah, and they're saying that religion obviously gives people something to believe in, a sense of structure, someone to connect with. They're uh, doing research and um, presenting their findings. I'm assuming um, on religion and suicide rates, hmm. alcoholism, and drug use, and so they have. Um, leaders from NAMI gathered religious leaders from across the state the goal was to talk about the reality of mental illness and suicide and how they can be a safe place for people to find help religious institutions in Utah are responding the church was among that Um, Uh, Obviously, the church, although it says they've been working on this for a while, more recently came out with a video. Didn't they kind of say
0: different video series about suicide? Yeah. Uh, More and more with LGBT, with the donation to affirmation, which is a non-affiliated group um, with the LDS church, but really helps those uh, that are in LGBTQ scenarios. I think a lot of that money went to counseling to help them to feel uh, more stable as far as suicidal thoughts as far as um, training for those to deal with those in those situations who may have suicidal thoughts. So definitely we're doing now more than we ever have before, but still people are killing themselves, those youth especially.
1: Yeah, the LDS church was a part of that, so were a bunch of other denominations Mm -hmm. within the state. So that was kind of cool. Uh,
0: A couple other quick things, and I want to wrap this out actually here in in just a minute. Uh, The Days of 47 Youth Parade. Always takes place the Saturday before the um, Days of '47 parade.
1: Did you and, and Janine and I talk about Pioneer Day?
0: Uh, a little, not really. Yeah. Eh, too much. Eh. I was out of town, so I went to a baseball game that went till 1:45 in the morning. Whoa! Which was awful. Uh, and I don't actually, she didn't talk about hers at all. But I got to announce the Days of '47 Youth Parade. Cool. And it was the last one. There will never be another one. Well, are they, they getting will rid not of it anymore. They Why? got rid of it. Said too much. Oh. Too much work. Too much work. Uh, in the olden days, people used to really come out for it back when they could give out candy and kids could almost get run over. But now that kids can't almost get run over because they can't throw out candy, everyone's like, Meh, there's no there's no danger. It's there's no even, excitement it's here. It's not even
1: fun. I was in uh, Fountain Green for lamb days, yeah. like you do in central Utah. Why and are you there? Kids get to run out there. My uh, husband's father's wife is from, well, her dad has a house there. Okay. So we go down. It's like their it is annual festival. Yes. Small town Utah. Yeah, you can't Utah. speed
0: through Fountain Green because you get busted by the cops. Have you done that? Maybe. Speaking from
1: personal experience. Yes.
0: That's how they pay for the town.
1: Um, <laughs> Speaking of Pioneer Day, the White House and President Trump...
0: Oh, yeah. We didn't mention this last recognized week.
1: ...recognized Pioneer Day on Pioneer Day or close there, too.
0: I think the night before.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, he said, Our nation honors the ingenuity, industry, and unwavering commitment to faith. All those who endured frontier hardships, these pioneers worked tirelessly to transform the arid desert landscape into a blossoming new home where their families could live in peace and prosperity. So, so
0: someone in Trump's party wrote <laughs> Told that
1: him, him it was a day yeah. in Utah. And, and Senator said, Hatch, obviously, Said
0: copy and paste too. this. <laughs> yeah. The Mormons here's, will appreciate here's it.
1: Here's a statement tweeted out okay. in all caps.
0: Have you ever been to the St. George Tabernacle down in St. George, Utah? Uh, Southern
1: Utah. I've been to the temple, so I've been close by it.
0: Yeah, close by it. Yeah. If you haven't been there and you get the chance, they do concerts there all the time for the community, organ concerts. Um, it's newly renovated and uh, tours are now open open. Uh, It's pretty much always kind of an open thing you could get in if you wanted to, but they're doing tours and giving the history of it, and it's unreal. So gorgeous. The sound is amazing there. It's sort of like a small assembly hall from Temple Square in Salt Lake. Mm. Um, It doesn't look like that on the outside, like assembly hall, but it is amazing on the inside. A couple levels, just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, So it will obviously be rededicated. Um, There's a cool uh, photo that was taken in 1950 of the St. George LDS Fifth Ward's primary children, and uh, it includes the names of nearly all of the 95 people in the photo. Uh, and where they so- sort of were at the community, uh, in the neighboring community, and where they're at now. So it's cool. And some people, obviously, from that primary are still alive because 50, right. they were between you know 6 and 16. That would make them only between like 65 and 80. Good So laugh. they could still be uh, around there. That's interesting. The Hill pageant pageant uh, ended now for this year. Uh, but pretty exciting because the woman in charge of it is a woman. It's never been a woman before. Nice. 81 years uh, history. Interesting Stedman fact about the Hilcomore pageant. It existed and then it went away for a while. My grandfather, one of the ones who helped on his mission bring it back from uh, not being done anymore. And there is the uh, the most amazing picture, and I'll have to find it and put it up at the Cultural Hall's uh, Instagram and Facebook of my grandfather, shirtless. Now, it's a real, it's, it's, put it in context of the time. He was born in, I think, 22, so this would have been like 1940 three or 44 he is half naked uh, with that's an in- inappropriate with an Indian, his with a, with an Indian headdress. <laughs> You know, so it's sort of cultural appropriation, but he wouldn't have known any better. And it's, you know, it's 30 70 years ago, 70 years ago there, at this yeah. point. Um, but this amazing, like, archival picture of my grandfather as he helped bring back, because he was very talented in music and in, in the arts, uh, bringing back the Okamoric pageant. But likely we'll have Sean DeMoss, uh, who is the artistic director on the Cultural Hall in the future, to talk about that and why very you should cool. go out and check it out. Yeah. Uh, and then this. What other stories do you have? Uh, Mine is about a guy
1: who died, so we can skip it. It's which one is the happy. guy who died? The, 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 hike, the teacher that was hiking. Oh, yeah, quickly. Um, he was...
0: I can stall if you need me hi, to.
1: Yeah, go okay. do yours and I'll pull it
0: up. Um, Weston Wilson. Do you know who this is? No. Uh, well, he is um, a Mormon person and he is an MMA fighter. He was a wrestler growing up in Virginia. His dad worked for the DEA. Uh, then his senior year... They got the call and they moved to Brazil. Uh, Wilson was like, "Oh man, I love Brazil because he loved fighting." Got down there and was like, "Oh man, I'm going to fight!" But then he decided to serve a two-year mission. Never got to fight on his mission. It says in this article, which I appreciated. i Wanted to fight on my mission, but I never got to.
1: He um, organized Thursday Night Fight Club
0: <laughs> well, at the ward house it. You don't talk about you it. Don't That's talk the first about rule. It. Okay. Uh, he says, "When I got back, I wanted to get into fighting." So then, finally, in 2012, I got back. Uh, to fighting, and I've been fighting ever since. Some people attribute Wilson to be the world's only MMA fighter who is Mormon, but he disagrees. He says, I don't think there's any, uh, that I'm the only one. There's got to be some in Utah. Um, I want to find this great line that he has. He talks about the physical benefit for him, um, but there's this great line where he's talking about how he teaches... Let's see if I can find it. How about how he teaches um, Sunday? Okay, he says, usually after his fights, Weston is in his church teaching Sunday school the next day. So he fights Saturday night, and then he has to teach his Sunday school the next day. He says, I have like 12 to 15 fights, and I've never had a black eye, even in training, so it doesn't scare his students. So he's he's the featherweight, so he's super light guy, right? You wouldn't look at him and be like, that's a fighter. you would be right. like, Yay! he fights. Yeah um but he's always teaching <laughs> church the next day. love It's just I love a scrappy it. guy.
1: Anyway, go ahead. Mormon's doing cool things. Right? Weston Wilson. My story's not that cool because- Well, yeah, because it's a death. I know. So the Summit County Sheriff's Office confirming mm-hmm. that um, Ray Humphreys, who I believe is LDS and was a teacher, pretty beloved in the area, mm-hmm. um, he passed away. He was missing in the High Uintas, I believe, for Kay. a little while. Um and they found his body which was a mile and a half away from where he was last seen (laughs) he'd gone Um, to get
0: some water for like the campfire or something like that yeah
1: something like that they're saying there's no signs of foul play his death seems to be consistent with environment and harsh conditions and that was um, they're not like confirming his cause of death at this point they have to like do an autopsy and do all that but uh, very tragic because I know the family he was pretty beloved he was a teacher and just really popular in the area where he lived and so a lot of people out looking for him. It's um, so
0: interesting it, that he got that far away from where he started.
1: Yeah, and it sounds like he was a really experienced hiker, too. So many were surprised that he
0: you know, didn't Either come back caught in the elements or got. You know. Yeah. And now you never know. That's the other part of that. Yeah. Um, if anything that we talked about, you'd like to get in touch with us, contact at the cultural hall.com. You can find a link to all these stories at the cultural uh, Or you can reach out to us on any of the uh, social media feeds, which we do, which is Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. You can find us on Pinterest. Um, and of course, find us at the cultural cam. And I don't know why I said it that.
1: Way. <laughs> I was going to make fun of you. But... I said
0: that way the first time and I, I intentionally did at that time. Listen. But I don't know why. We talk all
1: day. We misspeak
0: sometimes. It, sometimes it happens. It
1: comes out that way. Back off! So tired of talking.
0: We hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body.
1: And that when the time comes, you can travel home in safety. And then,
0: if you weren't healthy enough to visit with us this week, and by visit I mean listen, <laughs> that you'll be able to listen <laughs> next week. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you.
1: On the back row of, of
0: the, the cultural. cultural hall.
1: Save me a seat. It's sure to be neat. On the back row. We we'll read. Be-